Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to people about all kinds of things. Most of the time people are calling in to tell me about their secret naughty life. So if you have a secret naughty life and you want to talk about it while remaining anonymous because I change everybody's voice, I change everybody's name, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I also have a call-in advice and a call-in confessions line where you can just call in and reveal things. You got four minutes to do it on the confessions line. I change your voice there as well. So it's anonymous. You could call my confessions line 347-420-3579. Did I say if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. Um, Today I have on Peaches. I love the name Peaches. I love her accent. I say this on when I talk to her. Uh, She is 65 and she wrote in like, listen, I'm here to tell you that I am 65. And, uh, you know, it was only not a couple, but a little bit more than a couple years ago. But like way later in her life, she finally hooked up with a guy who she's married to now. We call him, she calls him Freddie. Um, And her and Freddie, I mean, she lived a regular life before. She talks a little bit about her past, but it was nothing that out of the ordinary. But when she met Freddie, I mean, like he was bi and she was like totally down with it. And then they started to have threesomes with other guys. And then they tried having a woman and then they've had three unicorns since. And then they had a fucking fivesome after their wedding or a foursome. I don't know, but they have couples that they play with guys that they play with guys that he plays with. They play a little bit separately. They play a lot together. Uh, and they talk about who they do that with, where they do it. They live like kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, so it's like a free for all. They are just living their best life, having the most fun, uh, you know, there has been a little jealousy and a little bumps in the road, but, and she talks a little bit about that and how like communication is key. And they, she does talk about how they got past that and through that and how, you know, and why their relationship is stronger. They have the better sex because of what they do. Uh, they are doing it more than once a day, all the time. And uh, she gives a shout out at the end. They give their kick information if you guys want to find them because they are looking for people to play with and they are an inspiration. So with this episode coming out so close to Valentine's Day, I would say listen to Peach's episode and because she's here to tell you that whether you're in a bad marriage now whether you have no relationship now, whether you and your partner aren't having sex, you can be, you could have it all. Okay. (laughs) Cause peaches does. And she, that wasn't always the case. This is an inspirational story. So listen to peaches cause she's fantastic. You're going to love her. And I'm going to be right back on with her. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. 
Hi, Peaches. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Is that Peaches and your dog? Did I just hear a dog bark? Yes, you just heard heard one of the two dogs barking. (laughs) I'm a little obsessed with your accent and your name and your story. The whole package is just fantastic because I feel like... You know, you wrote in and you were like, hey, listen, I'm like a 65 year old woman and I you're having like the best sex of your life, like sometimes like two times a day, every day. And you want to talk all about it. And but like you started doing all this kind of stuff and you do. It's not just like, oh, you're a 65 year old woman who's having sex every day. Like you're doing, you know, things that other people call in and talk about on my show that are very out of the box. Right. 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 (laughs) Yeah. And you didn't get into this until like, I would say, I guess you were like in your 50s, right? When you met the guy that you're with right now. Right. You know, of course, I was promiscuous teenager, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really, you know, had the monogamous relationships before. And Mm -hmm. really, this was uh, first time kind of going into well, maybe let's try an open relationship, see how that works. Yeah, crazy. So now give us a little backstory before and then let's get right to this relationship. So like you say, you were kind of promiscuous when you were younger. And then after like once you were older, like did you just get married and just had traditional marriages before? Is this like your first marriage, your second marriage? Uh, well, n- now my uh, really my first of course, I lost my virginity when I was 15. Oh, and that's super young. I was 15 yeah. too, but in our day, and you're even older than I am, so like that, you were like, it's really like, you, it was rare that people lost their virginity that young. You were yeah. very slutty. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. And, you know, then also I got pregnant at 15. Oh, so, you're kidding. No. <laughs> so, you know, being a raised little Catholic girl, my parents gave me the choice, you know, that... Uh, that I could either keep the child or put her up for adoption. And uh, the guy that got me pregnant, you know, he offered for pay for half an abortion, but you know, little Catholic girl, we can't do that. So, Uh (laughs) you know, and at that time too, that was back in, you know, the early seventies. Wow. Yeah. Even my whole family didn't know about it. You know, I went off to a home for unwed mothers to have the baby. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay. They were older. Okay, so you get you have that baby, you give up your your child for adoption. I'm assuming that's what you did. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and I found out, you know, that that the parents had lost a child to leukemia and I was like, you know, I'm gonna give her a better life. So totally you know, after after coming back to school, then the first boy that I dated, he was younger year younger than me, I actually took his virginity. I was his first. Oh, my God. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, we dated for a few months and then I did meet, you know, a guy that was older than me. He was like about four years older than me. And actually, I dated him. That's where I had really basically like a 30 year relationship. Um, he was, uh, see, we dated like junior, senior high school, you know, and lived together, got married. But he was alcoholic. <laughs> you know, hard to live with, uh, you know, uh, of course at that time that was, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. He was a musician, right? Isn't that what you said? No, that, that was the musician was the second relationship. <laughs> oh, okay. So you were the same sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That was like your scene. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I mean, that was party time and, uh, yeah. you know, my, uh, my, uh, other half of the time, uh, you know, he sold pot and you were kind of into that scene. But, you know, through the years, he kept on uh, getting where he got a 
accusing me of, uh, you know, wanting to go out uh, or I was going out on him. So you were cheating on this husband. You had that 30 year relationship, yeah. but you guys were both cheating on each other. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't know he was at the time. It ended up, you know, he was cheating on me the whole time with bar horse. He, you know, he had had a favorite place, favorite bar that he always went to. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, like they say a lot of times, uh, you know, when you're accused of cheating, you know, a lot of times that other half is, uh, that they're doing that, <laughs> you know. Oh, you. totally, totally, yeah. Because, I mean, we were together pretty much 30 years. You know, we married 23 or, or close to it, 27 actual. But, you know, towards that end, I... I was miserable, you know, and I was contemplating about getting a divorce and I ended up uh, cheating on him again. And it was over a weekend that one of his best friends came out to spend the weekend with us. And uh, my other half at the time, he, uh, you know, passed out and uh, we ended up uh, getting on on the couch right next to him, passed out. Oh, my God. What a bad, nice best friend. Where's the bro code? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And then, you know, we we got together a couple more times that weekend when, you know, my uh, husband at the time was passed out. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I almost think at that time I was really maybe wanting to get caught to get it over with. You know, kind of like sabotage. Yeah. 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 You know, but uh, so finally, you know, I did uh, break the news to him. Well, it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back when, of course, my mom passed away first. But uh, when my dad passed away, uh, you know, and went for the funeral and and such and went and got home for the, uh, you know, afterwards when, you, you know, you need your spouse. He was drunk at the bar again. So, you know, that's when it really set in motion that I was getting a divorce. So, but you're married now. Are you married to the guy that you're with now? The guy that you yeah. wind up me now? Is this your second husband or third? I don't. Well, I, actually, my second husband because the other relationship we never did get married. But so yeah, I had a ten. Right, but the whole point of these other things because I want to make sure that we have enough time to get into all the stuff that you've done now and get to this yeah. interesting last relationship. the The point of this past stories is like you you were promiscuous and you did sort of do your thing and you were having fun but you never you know everything was pretty like not straight and narrow but it wasn't like the stuff that you do now you had never had a threesome or been with a woman or swapped or had sex with it in with multiple people at the same time like none of that stuff went down even all no it was it was all monogamous or, you know, <laughs> well, not monogamous, but yeah, well, but just I mean, like yeah. the regular stuff, like, oh, I fucked yeah. his friend when he was sleeping. Some people would be like, that's not regular, Kathy. But I, you know, I think yeah, it is compared to the shit that I hear at my show. Well, yeah. Well, you know, where you were mentioned about the musician, I uh, kind of fast forward. I, I did reconnect the, the guy that I took his virginity. That was the second relationship. Uh, so. After him, I was single for five years. Right. And, I, you know, I'd really just given up. I, I'd tried some of the dating scenes, just, you know, thought, well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So fast forward, you know, we uh, this is like 2015. A girlfriend of mine invites me to a Fourth of July party. And she's planning on trying to fix this up with a couple of guys. But 
the guys that she had invited didn't come, but she had invited another guy, and we're going to call him uh, Freddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freddie, Peaches Freddie, and Freddie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Freddie got to the party early, and, you know, we introduced each other, and uh, uh, it was like we just kind of hit it off. Uh, you know, of course, we both like to indulge in that 420. So, you know, we realized, hey, we both brought some music playing. This was one of those uh, block parties. A friend had a place up at the lake. So, you know, they all pitched in, had a band and, you know, great party. Mm -hmm. So we're hitting it off. Afterwards, we go over to uh, my girlfriend's uh, cabin and, you know, we're getting to know each other, start playing a little footsie. And I bend over, I get up to do something with my dog and bend over. He smacks me on the ass. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I'm floored because no man had ever done that before. <laughs> right. And it was like, hmm, this has intrigued me. And, uh, you know, we ended up uh, going out on the balcony and, and making out a little bit. And uh, we exchanged numbers. And, you know, the next day we talk and we're going to, make plans for the next weekend to meet well we can't wait until the weekend by thursday of that week we we ended up meeting within about 15 minutes when he came to see me we were probably on the couch getting it on mm-hmm. and and you know of course it's been five years for me without sex with you know the exception of using good old bob you know that battery operated boyfriend yeah, yeah your vibrator <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was the best sex I'd ever had in my life. Uh, you know, before, I, you know, I'd have orgasm and all that when I had sex, but it was having multiple orgasms. And, and Freddie is, you know, well endowed. So, uh, you know, he was, uh, he, he has come in this six and a half years to uh, rather spoil me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, we, uh, ever since when we met, it was like, you know, gosh, we just couldn't get enough of each other. And, you know, that was like in July. By October, I'm moving in with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's up front that uh, he's by. And, you know, we get to talking about fantasies. And he asked me, you know, well, what's one of your fantasies? And I said, one of my fantasies was to be with two guys at the same time. And with him being by, he was like, hmm, that's not a problem. <laughs> He ended up, you know, getting in touch with one of uh, his guy friends. And the next week, you know, here we are. We're starting to have threesomes with some of his guy friends. Wow. That's fast. Yeah. <laughs> right? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
yeah, uh, you know, so by, you know, October, I'm moving in with him. And, you know, at that time, we're saying that we're going to be in an open relationship. And I'd gone on uh, vacation with uh, some of the girls and uh, Freddie had met uh, another girl and uh, she was by. And, you know, he started having some relations with her, but, you know, I was his primary gal and he wanted uh, to bring her over and, you know, wanted me to try to experience being with a woman and have his fantasy fulfilled of being with two women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so she, you know, she was in our life for, for about a year and a half, but she really was ended up being more of a uh, drama queen <laughs> mm-hmm. and and really wanted more, you know, of a relationship with him. Uh, you know, the first time that she did come over, of course, we, you know, all had drank many drinks and uh, while we go back to play, uh, you know, of course, Freddie was going down on me and I didn't realize that uh, he had encouraged her to, you know, so she went down on me and mm-hmm. that was really the only time with her that, I, you know, had that much of a relation with a woman, you know, we might be played with each other's boobs or, or uh, kissed, but, you know, that was pretty much it on, you know, that aspect with her, mm-hmm. but, you know, but she would end up coming over about, so, you know, at least uh, every couple of weeks or, you know, once a month and uh, spend the weekend. But, you know, through that time, that's when uh, I I had some dealings with jealousy, you know, and trying to uh, trying to get into that mode of okay, you know, wait a minute, this is an open relationship, and that's one really good thing that that Freddie and I have is is great communication, you know, and and that's uh, a lot of it. We would uh, discuss what I was feeling, you know, what we could do the next time to, you know, make it better and not to get those jealousy feelings. Right. So, so she, you know, she was a instrumental part in our time. And of course, during that time too, we were still, you know, meeting with other uh, uh, guys to have threesomes. Right. But did she know about it? Did she, did that bother her? No, no, right. she knew about it. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a couple of times we were going to try to, you know, get her to come over and, and have like a foursome, but right. you know, the, the timing wouldn't, wouldn't work. But, but, uh, you know, so she, she was there for a while, but she ended up being too much of a drama queen. And, and, uh, you know, it was like, all right, that's it. Well, let me <laughs> ask you this. On. How about, because these are all things that you're experiencing for the first time, you know, sex with a guy in front of a guy, watching your guy with another guy. What, like, did your guy have sex with this girl and did you watch it? And how did, like, was, were you into it? Like, what was, like, what was, how were these experiences going for you? Yeah, well, and that's where I guess some of the jealousy, you know, with us not really the girls being into each other. And that was one thing I would always try to tell them that, you know, it's hard if if we're not into it. One guy's not going to satisfy two women. Right. You know, and, you know, he would take turns, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> would, uh, you know, start kissing on one and then kiss on the other, you know, eat a little pussy on one, eat a little pussy on the other, fuck the one, you know, pop back and forth. Yeah. And, and it would, it would be frustrating because just about when you're about to get off, you know, they're going to give attention to the other one. So, 
you know, that, that was, that was uh, difficult for me. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where, you know, uh, by now, you know, of course, we've been together six and a half years. Now I can appreciate, you know, that he can can satisfy another woman and, you know, and we can be in the same room and that and it doesn't bother me now. But, you know, I, I did. I had to work through those issues. That's interesting. Yeah. But, you know, it, one thing is really I can't stress enough is communication. You know, we we've always really kind of sat down you know, to talk about things. We watch a lot of uh, different, you know, videos, your podcast, you know, listen to a lot of different podcasts and, you know, get relationship tips. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, that's really, really been a a plus for us. That's it. That's great. That because you want to make it work, but and you know you hit some roadblocks. I mean, you're human beings. I mean, I've heard it from a lot of people. I, I have a a friend, doctor guy, who's been on my show a bunch of times with his girlfriend, and they're very open. They're always out and about, but they're always here to say, like, listen. Sometimes, like jealousy and certain things come up, especially with other people that are involved. And when you do open it up, you know things like that come up. But as long as like you know they they work through it, you know, and you right. Can't. But you have to. Yeah. You can't just yeah, sweep you, it under the rug. You can't say that the other person's not allowed to feel that way. You have to understand that those things, you know, even on in the best relationships can happen. And, it, it's, and it's best to bring it up as quick as you can. I, you know, that that has always been one of my problems in the past of, uh, you know, in past hurts or whatever, I would bottle up and... Mm-hmm. You know, you you uh, pull up that wall and, you know, go in your shell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's really been a, a big step for me to, you know, open up that communication. I was always great with communication and customer service, you know, and training. I yeah. was in transcription, you know, details. So, you know, that communication was always important. But to telling somebody what you really feel <laughs> You know, it takes a lot of guts to, you know. Was it because Freddie was and you had such a good relationship and right off the bat you were so honest with each other? Because I'm assuming that he's the first person you ever told that you had this fantasy of being with two guys. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. it really was. And, you know, of course, you know, he he had some (laughs) relationships, (laughs) some real rough ones, too. So, you know, we both... uh, uh, you know, have realized what we don't want yeah. and what we do want. And, you know, that you do have to compromise some and, you know, it's it, just being open and, uh, you know, be totally accepted. Uh, that was one thing, you know, he had said that it was nice that I totally accepted him, you know, that he was bi. I was like, yeah. oh, great, you know, hey, we both like to suck cock. So, uh, you know, that's great. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And so that was always a plus when, you know, we would be with, uh, you know, two guys. So, and, you know, really in, in our uh, time together, we we have kind of gotten a, a good group of repeat uh, playmates, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say. Uh, one of them, well, in fact, uh, we ended up seeing this couple uh, yesterday. We'll, we'll call them a preacher and his wife. Is is he a preacher? Well, he is now. <laughs> okay. What does that mean he is now? Well, uh, I, well, I, there's a little bit of a, a story to this couple, though. We met this couple uh, 
it in, let's see, it was 2020, uh, right before, well, right after we met them, I was uh, diagnosed with endometrial cancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I had to have a hysterectomy. And, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, all of that good stuff. It's going to a so, good place because you learned to squirt after your hysterectomy. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, yeah. It's not depressing. Don't worry, listeners. It's, it's a good place she's going. Well, but but the uh, this couple, you know, of course, I couldn't have sex for six weeks. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was nice. We'd already swapped with them, you know, before I got that diagnosis. And and so, you know, that way Freddie had somebody that he could play with. And, you know, they came over and, and helped us with, with things. But when uh, Freddie and I decided that we were going to get married, what we were going to do, we were going to have a, you know, vanilla wedding and just have... We ended up having a vanilla wedding and had a vanilla couple that's, you know, good friends, be our witnesses. And the girl that introduced us and one of my high school girlfriends and preacher and his wife. But we were going to do the vanilla wedding, do a Facebook live for, you know, family and friends. And then we were going to do a mock wedding that night and have a party. Mm -hmm. So, So we asked this friend, you know. Hey, would you like to kind of be our MC for the the mock, you know, wedding party? And a couple of days later, he calls us and he said, "Hey, guys, guess what? I sent off and got my license, so I can actually marry you." <laughs> so, so that, that's why we call him right, right. He's <laughs> certified. He's walk. certified. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So you know, he did actually. Uh, uh, you know, marry us, but they were around at that time. And, you know, with they really kind of helped me with uh, some issues that time, you know, going through hysterectomy and having to go through menopause. I'd already been through menopause once and thought I was over that. <laughs> what do you mean you have to go through it again because you had the hysterectomy? Well, because well, they, they took my, t- my tubes and ovaries. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't, I can't take any hormone treatment. So basically, you go through hormone, you know, the menopause again. Oh, wow. So so I have the problems with the hot flashes and, you know, kind of flare of uh, hormones. And, of course, Freddie loves when I have hot flashes. One thing I did forget to mention to you, you know, one of our favorite things, of course, we live on... uh, 25 acres and it's real secluded. Uh, that's one reason why we love it back here. But we like to be naked most of the time. And, you know, weather permitting, uh, we're going to run around naked. But especially while it's been this uh, winter weather, when I have a hot flash, Freddie loves it because I take my top off. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh, hot flash. <laughs> So he does enjoy it. But, you know, you had to go through the hormonal thing, you know, again. <laughs> but uh, with Preacher and his wife, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit. Uh, when we did the wedding, uh, he was, uh, we, we ended up not having that mock ceremony because uh, one of our guests, playing guests, arrived early. And all of our vanilla guests were kind of like, who is this chick? <laughs> And uh, as soon as they left, Preacher, he was such a horn dog that he got the other female guests in the hot tub and got the party started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we ended up having a, a party 
the rest of the wedding day and night. And uh, besides us, there were uh, preacher and his wife, uh, another chick that I will say is unicorn number two, and uh, another single friend. So, you know, that was one of our uh, parties that we've uh, had. <laughs> so when you say parties, it's quote unquote, I mean, you're it's like a swingers party. You all had sex. Yeah. Yeah, we're all we're all naked and swapping and uh, you know enjoying each other. <laughs> right, and this is on your wedding day. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how we celebrated our wedding day. <laughs> After all the vanilla people go home, they had no idea. I'm assuming that these other people don't know anything that goes down in this life. No, do they? they don't. Right? No, they don't. They don't. Imagine. Just don't- just our little uh, circle of friends. <laughs> yeah, so they go to this wedding, they think everything's great, and then they go home and they have no idea that then you just like open it up and have a like a total swingers party at your house. No, <laughs> not at all. Interesting. And now, of course, on our on our property, we we actually have two residents. Uh, you know, we're on twenty five acres wooded property, and we have the house that's you know our main residence, but. Uh, we also have, uh, we call our, well, either the cabin or the uh, love shack. But uh, my, <laughs> Freddie had originally built this cabin and then later, uh, you know, obtained the adjoining property. So, you know, it's a nice wooded area. So nobody can see us from, you know, the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's where a lot of times we end up playing is down at the love shack. Right. And so now when you say unicorn number two, is she somebody that is like you're okay with and things are cool with her being with your guy? Yeah, but I guess I need to go back and and talk about unicorn number one. Yeah. (laughs) Want to give your partner the best present for Valentine's Day. And I'm not talking flowers and chocolate. That's a given. Okay. I'm talking about great head. Or like a really hot sensual massage or a sexy lap dance. You could learn all of that and more on Beducated.com. Beducated.com is like the Netflix of sexual education. They have over 70 online courses on everything from kink to solo sex to dating and everything in between. You learn from real sex experts. They have over 100 plus hours of videos with real people in it, teaching you exactly what to do. Nine out of 10 subscribers say Beducated has improved their sexual happiness. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Simply go to Beducated.com, use my code ANON for 65% off your annual subscription. That's only $9.99 a month. You get a free one month trial and you could cancel at any time. That's Beducated.com. Use my code ANON or just go to the description and click on the link and your discount will be automatically applied. Thanks, Beducated, for sponsoring this episode. Well, you know, along with our plan, you know, as far as trying to find people with us being in a rural community, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. You know, Freddie had, you know, pretty much been the one uh, with the profile like on AFF, you know, finding people. And then we've got link profiles on, you know, a couple of the other sites where, you know, now we're both trying to to find, you know, other other people, you know, like minded uh, people, you know, to uh 
to really uh, join us. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was uh, unicorn number one. Uh, Freddie had started talking with, she was pretty much a single, single girl. Well, she said she was in a relationship, but you know, she ended up really kind of giving us a lot of ideas. Of course, I had some jealousy issues because they kind of got a little obsessed with, with texting and, you know, uh, in some of those discussions, uh, we, you know, realized that, you know, there were maybe a few things missing in our communication, but she, she really gave us a lot of good ideas. And she had been in a, a couple of previous, uh, uh, dom sub relationships and you know after talking to her you know we realized that you know basically since that smack on the ass when uh, we first met that we were really in somewhat of a dom sub relationship oh. so so she started giving us you know some ideas and you know was really kind of instrumental in uh, I had mentioned about like the language of love you know, we took like that quiz and that really helped us, you know, on how how best to relate to each other. You know, what what are we missing? You know, why why is he so thrilled with, uh, you know, texting with this chick? And, you know, what are we missing? So we, we kind of reevaluated things and, uh, you know, have started doing a, a few of the Dom sub things. We've done like some role playing and. Um, you know, have done like some of the sensory things and, you know, a little bit of wax play, tying up. And, you know, so we've been exploring some of those things and and also, you know, some of the uh, like healing aspects of, you know, how you can uh, deal with old traumas and, uh, you know, different hangups uh, with BDSM. So, you know, that, that was unicorn number one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she really... Although we don't we don't hear from her now because she ended up having a lot of drama in her life. She really uh, was instrumental in bringing us to another level. And, you know, after that and kind of reevaluating, that's really when we decided, you know, all right, we've been together long enough. We, we've kind of run out of excuses. Let's go ahead and get married. <laughs> right. And when she was the first girl that you talked about early on, too correct the first girl that he brought home is that no, no. One? that was somebody else well I, I, I that one i really didn't consider the unicorn but i guess she was yeah really so we've had three unicorns. yeah 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 okay yeah i was a little confused but yeah. this one was a little drama too but it like i i love that you could see you know the lessons in these things yes you know, you're like, and, yeah, she came in, she was this and she was that. And it really bothered me that he was texting her. But it really helped your guys' relationship because you were like, there's a reason why he was enjoying that. And then you took, right. you learned from that and then you gave him what he wanted. I think that's like really, that's really evolved of you to do. You know, some people can't get past those kinds of things to really see what those things are saying, you know? Right, right. You hit it right on the nail. <laughs> But that's so that's like that's amazing that you guys could do that. And I'm sure because you said that like all your other relationships sounded like, you know, they were bottom of the barrel and, you know, and filled with all kinds of problems. It must be so great that you finally have this kind of relationship where, you know, it's not like it's perfect, but no relationship is. But, you know, you you are it is very successful and in a way that you have never had before. Right. 
you you've got it exactly right you know because and really uh, that communication that's the biggest biggest key mm-hmm. and so it was it you were always trying to communicate before with your other guys or was there just something about Freddie or where you were at in your life at that point and like everything came together that you were finally ready to be more open? Yeah, I, I really think, uh, yeah, it was, you know, with more knowledge and, you know, I think with the other ones, I, you know, I was more, uh, uh, you know, an, an enabler, uh, you know, more that mother nurturer to take care of things. And, you know, and part of it, I, I think, too, part of your Catholic upbringing, yeah. you know, I, you're in it, you know, I'm married, I'm supposed to make it work. And you try and try and try. And, you know, sometimes if that other half isn't willing to try and, and make it work, it takes both of them. But, you know, you also have to have that, you know, self-knowledge, acceptance and and accept yourself, you know, to be able to have that relationship. And I, and I think, you know, when after I had the hysterectomy, I, you know, was going through a lot of mood changes and I, I realized I had I had to deal with some of the old issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some with, uh, uh, you know, having a child and uh, giving up for adoption, mm-hmm. you know, just the stigma with that. Uh, yeah the different relationships. And one thing I had done as a therapy when I was in that single time was to write a journal. Mm-hmm. And I had journaled, you know, my whole crazy 10 year relationship and the prior relationship, what was wrong, you know, what, what I saw was wrong and, you know, things that I was feeling and to try to kind of relive it. But be able to let it go and we had uh, you know after reading through those journals i ended up uh, we had a bonfire i had to throw in the fire get rid of that stuff (laughs) yeah but you know know, what's so important about that story is that you didn't get rid of it before you relived it right it's because i really believe that the only way out of something is through it and a lot of people right. think the opposite they think like oh you know something goes bad like you just you you know you burn that shit the minute it's over done forget about it you know get rid of it but like that's not like you did that after you went back through it really right. went there right you know and got past it and then it's time to burn it and I really think that that's amazing and that's really the right way to do it and I even found I had still had my diaries from like preteen, you know, mm-hmm. growing up and, yeah. and, you know, some of that promiscuousness. But, you know, just rereading that and, and that kind of helped me, you know, get myself back, you know, yeah. reconnect. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, and look at where you are. Like, it's really crazy, you know, that, you know, here you are, you really started to be who you are and even sexually too because like all these things that you're doing you had never done before and now you you had a hysterectomy you had all these things and and a lot of times those are the kinds of things that you know put a woman out they haven't had sex in five years and so five years turns into the rest of their life instead for you you know five years you know didn't turn into the rest of your life after five years here you are having unicorns and threesomes and foursomes on your wedding night. I mean, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and fivesomes. And <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get back to your stories. Fivesomes. Wait, could we go into the, because you did mention in my email, and we talked about it for a second, that you did 
learn how to squirt after your hysterectomy like how was that like a weird thing that happened because of the operation or did yeah, someone yeah I guess so you know because I'd never had done that in my life before you know well there were a few times I guess where um I guess Freddie would call it kind of like milking me sometimes you know if we were playing and he would be fingering there was sometimes I, I, he would call it like wet the bed right but I, you know I, I never had any control over that and then after we were able to have sex and one night we were having sex and I was like oh I got to pee and he was like no no let it go let it go and it was like oh I didn't realize what this sensation was so you know we, we've had to invest in the uh uh, mattress pads and uh, get the absorbent pads. <laughs> so we, you know, we're prepared when we have sex, we get a pad out because <laughs> we usually, uh, you know, are going to soak it. <laughs> wow. And that had never happened before for you. No. And of course, at, at Mark, uh, you know, with the, with all the other, uh, you know, guys and all that, though, the only one that has been able to make me squirt so far has been Freddie. <laughs> oh, he's the only one. You know, and, and we were uh, we were talking about that. You know, of course, that's always one of our jokes when we're meeting some other guys. It's like, okay, you got a challenge. <laughs> See if you can make me squirt. <laughs> oh my God, they must love that. They must try so hard. I just saw because yeah, I, right. There's nothing yeah. a guy loves more. Like I always tell my girlfriends, like if you really love when a guy goes out on you. Tell like your guy that like no guy has ever made you come from going down. You know, anytime you give a guy a challenge like that, they'll just do it like like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's their ego. So it's a great <laughs> way to get a guy to like do whatever you want is tell him like no other guy could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's usually our challenge. But, you know, and and uh, that's one thing we, we talk about. We joke around uh, uh, I, I have a size requirement. I don't like small penises. <laughs> well, you said Freddie's well hung, correct? Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and and with some some of the guys, you know, some of the people that we've played with, there's been some really funny ones. But it, a lot of them, when we were trying to find couples, it seemed like a lot of the couples that we ran into you know, the husband had problems. They were looking for a guy for the wife because the husband either had, you know, erectile dysfunction or a uh, small penis and couldn't satisfy his woman. So, you know, they were looking for, a, you know, a guy to fuck his wife. Yeah. So, you know, those kind were very much fun for me, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if, if uh, the guy wasn't able to, you know, eat pussy or, you know, at least satisfy me. So, you know, we always joke about that. But, you know, a lot of the guys, if they're kind of small, you know, uh, I enjoy giving them some pleasure and, you know, love for them to fill me up because it's it's more of a... Uh, foreplay for me mm -hmm. you know because afterwards then my guy's gonna come and you know he he likes uh a uh, creamy pussy and you know it likes cream pie too so right because he's right so he he's fine so you listen you always know you're getting satisfied because your guy's always there right you guys don't play right. that separately you're always together correct well uh, now he's played without me but mm -hmm. uh, you know most of the time i've only had a couple of times where uh one of our friends that uh 
that comes over to visit on occasion, uh, he can really swing both ways. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he can uh, be aggressive with me. And we we had some time to ourselves while Freddie was, you know, downstairs, you know, doing something else. And he could hear us up there, you know, laughing and, and carrying on, you know, and, and having fun. But, uh, uh, you know, Freddie has played like with that couple uh preacher and his wife you know before when when i wasn't around and and you know we've we've ended up there's been like a couple of guys that came to play that said they weren't really by <laughs> and ended up you know it wasn't you could tell that they weren't into me and i would say uh I think y'all just need some guy time <laughs> and, and I would get up and, you know, go in the other room. So he does have, you know, a few uh, guys that come over, you know, on occasion to see him. But uh, mostly we play together, you know, and we'll be in the same room. And now does it turn you on to see him with guys? Oh, it doesn't bother me. In fact, we, we really love you know, like sucking cock together, and uh, no, it it doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. Not does it like I, I I assume it doesn't bother you because you were down straight from the get go. No. What I was wondering is it is it a turn on? You know, there's one thing where someone's like, okay, I do it. Like I love that he's turned on by it, but some women are very turned on by watching. You know, that's what I was wondering if it's like a big turn on for you to see him with a guy. Well, not really a big turn on, but mm -hmm. I, you know, I enjoy it and enjoy seeing him have pleasure and him give pleasure. Right, right, right. And then, and you like to be with two guys. Yeah, yeah, we we enjoy that because you know a lot of times, uh, you know, one will be fucking me and I may be sucking on the other one, or you know, kissing or. Yeah, we, we usually, uh, yeah, we enjoy those uh, two guys. <laughs> and when you're with couples, you just do full swaps because you're not that into women, correct? I don't I, Right. Right. Yeah. So you, when you're with the other couples, these couples that you're playing with, you're, you guys are doing swaps and stuff like that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, dur during that, though, uh, like, you know, Freddie May, <laughs> when we've had more, uh, well, let's see, there was one. One party that we ended up having, there were actually eight people there. And there were five males and three females. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like on that situation, they would end up being taking turns. You know, uh, uh, the uh, third unicorn, uh, now that friend, they she came down with her husband at uh, one time. And, you know, a lot of these people... They will drive, you know, two and a half, three hours to come and play with us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, this one, Unicorn 3, she uh, she came with her husband the first time. And, you know, he ended up sitting in the chair watching. And, you know, he liked to suck cock, too. So, you know, that, that was his partici participation. Mm -hmm. But you know, she's been down... Uh, two other times without him one that the time at the wedding and uh, then she's been down another time since then and and we hooked her up one of our other single guy friends came over and uh, so we all played swapped and then he ended up uh, staying and spending the night with her with us having that second uh, cabin 
uh, you know, we can host like an overnight guest. <laughs> right, right, right. And her guy, I guess maybe is a cuck. I mean, he likes that she's with other guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. He does. And, you know, he wants, uh, you know, send, take pictures or video if you can't have, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Which, which we do on occasion, but, you know, usually everybody's having too much fun and, you know, you forget about that. Oh, my God. And so now how, because you live, like, in the middle of nowhere, you said, like, you're in a very rural area. These people are driving two, three hours to hook up. Like, so are you meeting everybody on Adult Friend Finders or where do you meet couples? Uh, adult Friend Finder was one. Uh, we've met some on Three Fun mm-hmm. and then uh, Field mm-hmm. is another one. But, you know, a lot of times if, if one of the guys start contacting me, uh, you know, a lot of times we'll communicate on kick and, uh, you know, we'll get on there and that way we can have a, a text with both of us and get a conversation going with really with both of us. So we both get to know each other and maybe exchange some pictures. What do you like? And then make plans to, to meet. And most of the time, you know, we host, we, we have on occasion gone, you know, to other people's houses. Uh, We recently uh, met another couple and the first time that we met, uh, they had us come to see them and, uh, getting their hot tub and of course the uh, wife at that time she was like and eh, no I'm not gonna swap but she was comfortable with getting naked getting in the hot tub and then when we went to their bedroom you know we had sex with our own partner and she was fine with that uh, then we played with the husband one time by himself and then they the couple came to, to our place uh, the next time and this time she was willing, you know, to uh, to swap and but she had to have her uh, her uh, little, little night mask on. <laughs> and, you know, she didn't want to see. <laughs> she just wanted to feel. But no kissing. So, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of different experiences with people. Right. No, I know you said some before, like, oh, some funny ones. I don't know. You want to give us a little uh, selection, you know, the best, hottest, the craziest. I don't know. <laughs> I love the kind of crazy stories. But, yeah, you know, tell we'll us a see. couple of good ones. Okay. One, one of the... Uh, let's see, one of the funny ones, uh, oh, one couple that we met this uh, doctor and uh, retired teacher, and uh, they were quite entertaining, you know, in, in the sense of hearing stories. We got to hear all kinds of different crazy ER stories. Uh-huh. And, but he, he was tiny. I mean, he was micropenis. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, interesting. So, you know, to try to get him to shut up sometimes, you know, to let, let's play. Of course, his, uh, you know, gal, the teacher, uh, you know, she she had not gotten married or hadn't had sex until she was like in her 50s. So, you know, they're here. She's having a great time. Of course, Freddie, you know, he's able to to give her a good fuck. But, you know, uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Penis here, you know, we're. We're sitting here talking and and his uh, girlfriend is is trying to, you know, get him to shut up and going to get him excited. And she goes over and undoes his pants and then she's, you know, trying to find, but where is it? (laughs) You know, and he got really upset, but, you know, she couldn't find his penis. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
So that kind of ruined the mood for everybody. And, and another, you know, another time with him, of course, he got mad. And, you know, it was a bad experience for me because I felt like I was having a gynecologic exam, you know, with shoving his fingers at me, you know, because he was pissed because his girl was having a good time with my my fellow. So that's a good and a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the other funny ones, there was this one couple, and we'd seen them a couple of times, and uh, she was, she's very loud, and <laughs> so the second time that they come to see us, she ends up getting drunk too quick. She she ends up really getting drunk. So she's yelling, you know, for, you know, Freddie, you know, fuck me with that big fat cock and you know yelling yelling to her husband uh you know uh billy you know uh eat that pussy till she comes on your face and so you know we're upstairs and you know we're swapping and then she decides that she wants to eat some pussy (laughs) and so so she tells her husband to move over and she's going to you know go down on me mm-hmm. and so she she starts and you know kind of how you would uh, uh in some boobs or something you know blah, 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 you know boat motorboat thing mm-hmm. so she's trying to do that to me and then all of a sudden she passes out in my crotch <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and we're all <laughs> And she's just starting to snore and we're all just dying laughing. And so, you know, Freddie and her husband, they, you know, roll her over and her husband tells Freddie, you know, go, go ahead and fuck her. You know, it'll, it'll wake her up. It's, it's okay. <laughs> so, so Freddie, you know, he starts, uh, you know, trying to fuck her and she does come to life and, you know, she starts yelling again and a minute later, she passed out snoring again. <laughs> so we all Hilarious. we all go we all go downstairs and then we hear a thump on the floor and she had fallen off the bed. <laughs> you know. And it it was yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was one of those she was hilarious. And then talking to her the next day, she couldn't remember anything. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. She was, I mean, I would, to come out of being drunk and then go back in and come out like that, like, you don't remember those, that shit. That's like blackout drunk. I know, yeah, right? that was really What about, like, drunk. the hottest experience? I mean, like, what is, like, top of the mountain for you, or is there, like, something that stands out? Um, well, now, there was one guy that, uh, that we saw a couple of times that, uh, actually he was pretty outstanding and, uh, was one of those, oh, I, I would say was almost close to, uh, what Freddie does to me, but <laughs> you know, that, that was a good experience, but we kind of lost touch, touch with him, but you know, we, we have, there's, uh, you know, a guy that we see maybe once or twice a year that, you know, comes in from North Carolina and, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, we, we find a lot, though, you know, he, his wife doesn't know. He only gets, you know, but he only gets pussy maybe once every three or four months, you know, and it's real quick. And, you know, a lot of these guys that we end up seeing, 
they they've got relationships where mm-hmm. the wife wife either you know having hormone problems you know menopause sick they don't just don't want sex anymore and you really feel sorry for them. yeah how come you think that's not the case with you <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> I paid my dues. <laughs> but let me ask you this before, you know, those five years that you were single before you met Freddie, when Freddie wasn't in your life, were you still super horny or was like it starting to like, were you starting to go through that change? Cause you said you had already gone through menopause anyway, or were you always someone that was connected to your sexuality? It just never went away and you never lost touch with it. It really never went away, mm-hmm. you know, and because I was always, you know, really promiscuous and, you know, even in our relation and my relationships, I mean, there for a while we had good sex, but, uh, you know, so not that really never went away, but I just didn't have that desire, you know, for anybody else. It was like, I can take care of myself, you know, <laughs> yeah, with good old Bob, but, uh, yeah, you I know, know, it was like. I, you know, I did want a relationship, but it was just like there wasn't anybody that really turned me on. Mm-hmm. But Freddie, from the get-go, I mean, you had instant chemistry with him. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like somebody just totally different than, you know, what I had ever experienced before. And, and you know, with with him, I mean, we have, we've explored a lot of things. I've, you know, started to get into anal, which I never had before. You mm-hmm. know, that was something something new that you know had never experienced before and uh, you know that's uh, that's been new it's only been you know so far with with freddie i haven't uh you know pursued with anybody else but you know just exploring different things and uh we're we're just as happy as can be and we, we have our daily routine you know we get up and have to feed our animals and uh you know after we shower we'll cocoa butter and usually that'll lead to you know sex <laughs> oh my god so. I know you're like we typically like have sex at least once a day if not more than once a day and I think that that's yeah like, great because I think a lot of people think oh you get to a certain age and then just like nobody fucks anymore you know and it's just like it's not true what are the age like what's the demographics of the people that you guys are hooking up with the other couples are they in your age range or are they younger older I mean wh- who are you it- typically playing with Really, it's a it's a mix. Uh, mm-hmm. One couple that you know we see, well, and, and this one couple, the first time that we saw him, you know, was originally that situation where they were trying to find, you know, some cock for his wife. But uh, we they ended up like a year and a half later contacting us, and we see them on a regular basis. But they're both uh, what right at sixty, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Let's see, one of the other couple, a Preacher and his wife are in their 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, yeah, the newest couple that we met that she's just now starting to play, they're in their 40s. Uh, one of the young guys that comes uh, to see Freddie, um, he's in his 20s. Wow. So, you know, it's been a 40s. A mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, it's really been a mixed batch. And, in fact, you know, a lot of times, even some of the younger ones, they're they're amazed at our stamina, right? Because <laughs> we can we can go for you know quite some time, and uh, you know, usually even a lot of our sessions, it'll be either twenty five minutes. We we can go an hour. 
<laughs> you know, just it's, with each other. I, and you've been with, together since 2015. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like uh, I, I've never been with anybody that I can tolerate being around 24 seven, you know, much less. Uh... <laughs> That's amazing. You give a lot of people hope. You give me hope. I feel the same way. Like there's nobody. I'm 53. I've never met anyone I want to be with the for every day except my son of course but besides that like nobody else so that's like it's amazing that you know after all those other bad relationships you had that you know you're living your best life oh i uh, yeah you know and we of course we retired in september and it's like oh great now <laughs> work doesn't interfere with our sex life <laughs> yeah that's amazing like you guys are like professional swingers i mean do you call yourself swingers <laughs> do you call you do you just in an open relationship i mean how do you define it if you do at all i don't know Does yeah just open relationship i guess i guess kind of semi swingers you know now peaches I mean, if i worked with you or like if i you know knew you in town like does it would i have any idea this is what's going down or like would people be shocked if they found uh, out well yeah i'd say yeah no you know, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> freddie probably has a little bit more of a relationship of being you know a womanizer at times and going through <laughs> right so people might think that you guys are you know open yeah. and still having fun and stuff but i mean like your girlfriend that introduced you to him does she know that this is the lifestyle that you guys have no right. no she doesn't right yeah she doesn't and then you know the other girlfriend that was here we've been you know friends since we were 15 so you know but she doesn't have any idea either she doesn't either and you just have uh -uh. all the sex that you're having yeah yeah that's amazing and, you, know, you know and then it'll go through periods i've actually kind of kept a uh, a mini journal <laughs> but i mean I'm from back to like 2017 when we meet with people you know, I, I just, I'd like to have a record of it in case we ever need to go back, you know, but, uh, you know, looking at it there, we can go, you know, a month, month or two and, you know, not have anything. And then, you know, in, in a month's time, we could just, it seems people's schedules work out and we could be playing two or three times, you know, several weeks in a row. So it, it, differs <laughs> right right you guys are down and you're open and what you know it's it's not like you go it's and and what's great because i've heard it from other people that i mean sometimes it's not as often because they're still like in the middle of like their life they have their careers they have younger kids that you know you guys don't have any of that going on because right. of your age so you really have a lot of time that you can do it i think more often and you know, focus on it because it does take work to meet people and all that stuff. And, and you live in the perfect place to host the parties. I mean, there's a lot of things that you have in your life that really make this the perfect time, place, everything to live out this kind of life. I mean, you exactly you got the fucking <laughs> house in the back. You got the open place that you guys be walking around naked. Nobody knows. You know, you don't. You're you're both retired. Uh, I think it's wonderful. I love your story. Like I said, I love your name. I love your story. I love your accent. I love that you're 65 and you called in to talk about all this shit that you're doing. I think it's great. <laughs> if people are wondering, 
if you know you get to a certain age you're still having sex yes you could be like yes you can having sex (laughs) but having the best sex (laughs) yes the best sex in the world (laughs) yeah i think it's great and freddie too i mean is this the best sex that he's had yes (laughs) yes like yeah you know, one one thing that he said to me last night that, you know, was was really more, you know, reassuring to me. You know, he, he was saying, you know, it's nice to have a straight pussy every now and then. But, you know, when I do, he said it really makes me realize what I have at home and, you know, what I have at home is fantastic. And, wow. you know, and that that's just that reassurance of, you know, that, hey. You know, we're, we're, we're the primary thing, you know, and the, the rest is just, it's play. And, you know, you do hear people say it all the time. It's like when we played with somebody else, it intensifies the sex. I mean, we, we will have hot sex for three or four days afterwards, you know, more so than normal. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people say that exact thing. I think it's like a hundred percent of the people that do this will say that it only intensifies, especially afterwards. And it's not just like the first time afterward. I've, I've heard that it lasts for days, you know, it increases that into, you know, the intimacy, ple- the pleasure you get when you're intimate with your partner. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. So we we have a lot of uh, you know inter- interesting people though coming around and still uh, still looking forward to meeting more. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, I don't know if you want to give a shout out. I mean, that people could find you anywhere. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere, but I don't know if you want to give. I don't know. Do you want to give out a shout out? I could cut this out of the episode, you know, so no one does. But like, are you looking to meet couples? Or do you want to give a shout out anyway? Yeah, I mean we. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could uh, give our uh, kick address. Yeah. Give the kick address if you want. And so if anyone's in, I don't want to say where you live, but people could just find you on kick and then they could start chatting with you and then they find out all that information. Right. Yeah. We're, we're uh, in the Bible belt, you know, we're, but uh, I guess it's, we're a couple hours from like two major well, three big cities, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but we we love it in the in the country. But uh, yeah, would you want me just uh, 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 email you our uh, kick? Well, can you say it right now? Do you know what it is? Can you? Yeah. Say it? Yes. Okay, it's N eight T U R E C H I C. Okay, great. Uh, nature Nature Chick Capital N and Capital N Digit Eight Digit Eight. R-E-C-H-I-C. Okay, cool. And you're going to email me that and so that I will actually put that in the description too in case people are driving okay. and they're listening to this. So if they want to get in touch with you and too bad we just heard your guy. I know Freddie's like right there and we're like, I have to wrap it up so I can't get him talking. But like, you know, maybe yeah. when we do our where are they now, he comes on because like, okay, I feel yeah. like if I let him say one thing, I'm going to want to talk to him for 45 minutes. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? he's been sitting here next to me the whole time. <laughs> I know. Hi, Freddie. Listen, you know, a lot of people are going to be really jealous of you, Freddie. And I can't wait. You guys are going to love when you listen to this episode back. Thank you so much for calling in. You know, maybe we get you guys back on. And this time we have Freddie talk. 
Uh, okay, but that'd be great. Se- yeah, send me your info. I'll get you know, we'll put the shout out. And thanks for coming on and telling your story. It's a unique one oh, that I haven't we- had on my show yet, but I think it's and it's a great for people to hear. Oh, yeah, because there is life at, at this age. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think it's great. I think oh, it's we, we love listening to your show. Yeah, thank you so much for calling in, Peaches. Thank you. Andy. Bye, Freddie. Bye. Take <laughs> Bye. care. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.